Hello, welcome to the Daily Cron for Tuesday, May 7th, 2019. I'm Stephen Tolton. Today is Tech Tuesday, and I don't have an, a product to review or anything like that, but I want to talk a little bit about the ever-evolving kind of constant in the background controversy about Mac hardware and professionals. Because I keep reading stories, seeing YouTube videos from creators, and having conversations with fellow developers about problems that they they have with the current state of the Mac lineup for professional users. And what do I mean by professional users? I mean people who need a lot of power that are taxing their systems, that are that are creatives, they're making videos, they're photographers and they're developers. That's my primary people I'm thinking of here. And so in the Apple Mac lineup right now, you have the MacBook Pro, which I will get to in a moment, have the Mac Pro, which is completely outdated, but Apple promised that they're working on an update. We haven't heard anything in over a year about that. You have the iMac Pro, which was really well-received and amazing performance and all, and in a recently updated iMac, regular iMac, also really good. And they're well-received, but they're all-in-one, so they don't really uh, work for a lot of a lot of people who uh, have like their own monitor set up and keyboards and stuff. And, you know, we have a Mac Mini update recently, which is nice, but a Mac Mini is not the same thing as like an iMac Pro. It's not the same thing as like a like a big beefy desktop. It's good, but it it's not really a replacement for a Mac Pro. <clears throat> okay. So if you're not in the market for a all in one, you're kind of out of luck right now. Uh unless you can get by with a Mac Mini, which I know some developers are considering. But a lot of developers Heck, I think most Mac users probably use a laptop. So the i the, the MacBook Pros are controversial. When they got updated in 2016, they got updated this slimmer design, they got rid of most of the ports, and they had this butterfly keyboard, really thin, wider keys. I actually like the feel of it. I've gotten used to it. I have one for work, and I have an older model, so I can compare them directly day to day. Uh, and the new keyboard design, we'll say new in air quotes here, it's, I like it. I mean, it's clickety-clackety, which I've never really minded because I'm used to clickety clack keyboards. Uh, I find that I'm a little less error-prone on it. I like it. Once you got used to it, I, I've enjoyed that keyboard, but I actually don't use it that much because I, I don't really use my laptops in laptop mode as much. I primarily keep them on a little stand, and I use a separate keyboard. And uh, I know, though, from a lot of reports, including the mainstream media and people I know, that the keyboards have had a reliability issue, and that's like the primary issue that I think is been has been bugging people. There's a secondary problem besides the keyboards uh, related to performance and thermal throttling controversies that is a little too in the weeds, I think, for this particular podcast. Uh, suffice to say, uh, I think it's a little overblown. Macs perform about as well as any other computer uh, that you could be buying right now. But the biggest issue that comes up over and over is that keyboard, uh, that, that keyboard reliability. It's it's really like, I think it's really destroying professional opinion about Apple because they've had multiple revisions now of this keyboard, I think, and they st- it still has some reliability issues, it seems. You know, it, at this point, I think it's pretty clear there's a design flaw in it and, because my old laptop, I've never had a keyboard problem on any Mac that I have ever owned. Now, this Mac, I have the new keyboard. It's a... Uh, it's from work, so I haven't used it too much on the main keyboard yet, so I haven't encountered a problem yet on it. But I know multiple people who have had keyboard problems. 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I, and sometimes multiple times. And then you have to go through the, re- the repair process and lose your machine for a period of time. It's a huge pain in the butt. And for a working professional like a developer, it's inex- inexcusable. Uh, especially if you're used to the older Macs that never had this problem. Like, I mean, seriously. <laughs> There's a period in time where I had Macs, uh, MacBooks, that uh, an iBook before that, that had reliability issues for sure. Like, I, I beat the heck out of them, and then they would have all kinds of issues after a while, but then there was this period of time where they had that that MacBook Pro before the this the butterfly keyboard version that was just wonderful. I mean, it was super reliable. I still have a 15 inch one from that era that's like four plus years old, five years old, five plus years old now. I think it's from 2011 and 2011 model. So actually, maybe I think it's like yeah, 2011 or 2013 model, something like that. It's really pretty old though at this point. Still works. <laughs> you know, like it still works. I think I think it was like uh, I think it's like five five or six years old. Anyway, it's it it still works wonderfully. It has had no major problems at all. Uh, the keyboard definitely has never failed. So the keyboard issue is a real big problem, and and I think the the frustration I'm feeling in the community is that Apple doesn't seem to be addressing it effectively. It's like how many years now has it been? Like you know, multiple years now. Like why are why are they why did they release a MacBook Air with this keyboard? You know, like if everyone told you for like a year and a half or over two years, everyone told you, told you to like that this keyboard has a problem, and yet they still come out with a brand new machine with it. You know, you got to ask yourself what the heck is going on over there. And of course, we don't know. We don't know what's going on at Apple and what they're thinking. We don't know what data they have. This whole thing could be a bit overblown, but it's a big enough problem that it's a PR issue at this point. Uh, I think there's a whole. Uh, I, I can. I'm increasingly seeing creatives professionals saying oh i'm looking at windows laptops and i've never considered that in all my years i'm looking at and that's scary <laughs> you know uh there's a lot of creatives out there that use macs macbooks macbook pros especially that aren't really invested in the mac platform like uh, someone like myself a developer on the platform they're invested in like adobe premiere or something you know, a particular piece of software that's cross-platform that may actually perform better on a PC because, you know, like in the case of Premiere, I don't think Adobe writes particularly performance software. That's like, especially on the Mac, but that's a whole other thing. But, you know, it if it if it performs better on a, on a Windows machine, you don't care about a Mac software, then what's holding you to Mac? You know what I mean? At this point, if, if you're afraid of having some kind of keyboard problems or if you have encountered them. All it takes is one of these issues to crop up for you. One time over the course of years, all you need is one of those negative experiences and you're going to lose somebody as a customer if they're not already invested in everything else about Apple. And it and it feels like from a lot from a professional perspective that Apple just is not listening. I don't know if that's true. I I think they probably are listening, but they're so secretive and it's kind of a, a like a it's kind of rock and a hard place for them. Uh, because if they were to say yes, where we understand there's a problem and we're fixing it, and but then no one will buy their laptops, you know, and they, so they can't can't say that. Uh, and if they have something in the works, it takes years to get out, you know. And with the Mac Pro, they ha- they actually pre-announced that they were working on something because there was such a backlash when they released the iMac Pro, which was again well received once people got their hands on it. But a lot of professionals are like, where's our Mac Pro? We want a Mac Pro. 
want like the desktop back. And uh, it, it was like they didn't have any plan for that. That's what it seems like. Uh, I think they really, it definitely, I definitely feel like Apple has misjudged the direction that the pro market wants to go in the last several years. And unfortunately, when that happens, you can be behind the ball for years as you're trying to play catch up because the development pipeline, the design pipeline, you know, that takes years and years out from where, you know, you think it's not like Apple decided today they're going to have a new uh, MacBook Pro and they can get it out in six months. No, it's probably like two years. So uh, I understand the difficulty there, but the lack of communication, I think it really bugs pros. So uh, I'm hoping at WWDC they'll announce something. They don't have to say that we have a product that's ready to go yet, but like, tell us what you're thinking about. Because there's been so many rumors about the Mac Pro specifically. But with the keyboard issue, I don't know what to think about that at this point. Like, Apple has a repair program for some versions of them, uh, so it's kind of like they have to admit there's an issue, but not really. They just came out with the MacBook Air with this keyboard, so it seems like they're committed to this design for at least several more years. I mean, uh, many more years, really. This is going to be an ongoing problem. So if you're a professional, should you buy a Mac or not over this? I mean, I think you should still buy Mac if you if you like Mac OS. Uh, I think that's a primary thing. Like, if you like Mac OS, the software there, yeah, do it. I, I, Hardware-wise, uh, I think it's, it's, uh, it's still really excellent hardware. But I can't fault anyone for thinking that they'll go to a PC, even if they think it has an, an inferior experience on the hardware side and the software side i can see why they would still consider and i can't fault them for that because if you're a working professional of some kind and you need a reliable machine i can't guarantee i can't like 100 percent recommend a macbook air or macbook pro right now because of the keyboard issues if you're going to be using it like like i have a friend who has a mac old old macbook air i was waiting for these things to get updated so i was going to recommend that they get the the new macbook air but now I'm hesitant. I really am because their their machine is gross. <laughs> it's like they have kids and uh you know gunk gets on the keyboard and stuff and I just imagine that that butterfly keyboard is not going to survive a week with the uh, little kids around. You know, using it or or like a, a potential spill or you know crap, but you know, uh, you talk about dust. I mean, there's you know, you, if you if you're not I feel like if you're not super diligent about cleaning those things, you know, anything can get under those keys. And then once one of those keys goes out, you got to get the whole thing repaired. And, you know, it could take a while. And that's unacceptable because they, they run their business off their Mac. So I don't know. It's a really tough situation. Uh, I'm not convinced there's like an exodus happening of developers or professionals. But honestly, I think we're at a, a really delicate time. WWC is coming up. Apple needs to show their cards a little bit here. They need to reassure the professional community they kind of went they went some some way down that path when they released the iMac Pro the upgraded iMac the Mac Mini these are really good products the iPad Pro so it definitely feels like they are listening but the MacBook Pro and the Mac Pro are real sticking points and I feel like they that they're on a cusp of losing a lot of professional users who are not developers but like the creatives on youtube especially photographers maybe or you know at least on the mac side that's a little more iffy but the i I think there's a there's definitely a whole class of them and i think there's a whole class of of just like 
regular users that would otherwise get a MacBook Air, MacBook Pro, on the recommendation of their more tech savvy, uh, you know, family member, that maybe they're they're gonna certain percent of them are gonna be like, you know what, I don't like Windows, but I don't want to have to deal with getting the whole keyboard fixed for, you know, my my aunt or my mom or or my you know sibling or something because it breaks, you know, three months in. So I definitely think there's a PR problem there. And Apple needs to, in my opinion, just tell us something about the future, at least about the Mac Pro, because that's been on. They, they announced that they were working on something like two years ago now, almost or a year and a half ago. Uh, and they need to just at least tell us the direction it's going in. They can't just wait until it's done with this. There's just too many people just chomping at the bit for one of these in the in the pro community. And while it's a small community compared to the most people who buy Macs, it's a key demographic. If you lose them, you, you kind of lose your platform. You know, already Apple has been essentially seeding the entire education market to really awful Chromebooks and crappy Google software. And it's infuriating as for somebody who works in uh, education. And I remember the transition from Windows to Apple, where everybody suddenly had MacBooks and iPhones and iPads and stuff, and I'm afraid we're going to revert back to the kind of the you know, bad old days, in my opinion, uh, because they're just just not offering the type of full story you can get on the Google side. And that's a whole other podcast in itself, and mostly I think about K through 12, but even at even in higher education, a bit. Uh, but I guess what I'm saying is, I don't think there's a mass exodus about to happen, but I think we're we, it does feel like we're at a bit of a tipping point at least from a PR perspective, that uh, fairly or not, the reputation of Mac, especially MacBook Pros, has been tainted in a way that I haven't seen in many years. And Apple has to get ahead of this. And so far, their efforts on the MacBook Pro issue have, have not been adequate, I think, for a lot of people to feel like it's a problem that's going to get resolved anytime soon. And then on the Mac Pro side, similarly. They've been quiet for a long time now, and I think we're all losing our patience a little bit about it. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. WWC, I think, is going to be a key point. Uh, if there's no hardware announcements at all, no hint at all about what the Mac Pro is doing, no hint about, like, future MacBook Pro designs coming up in the next, like, uh, like any hints in the next several months, three, four, six months, I mean, I think then you're going to have some some real issues. Even I've been holding out to get a new laptop because it's keyboard thing because I just don't want to deal with potential problems. Uh, so I don't know. It's a tough situation. Uh, but as someone who is very invested in the Apple platform and actually really loves the software and the hardware integration, and I think I am my most productive self on a Mac in a way that I never was on Windows or Linux in the past, I'm in no danger currently of switching. But uh, I'm also no longer a hundred percent recommending at least the Mac, the, the Mac uh, laptop right now. Uh, you know, just give me a new keyboard, Apple, and I'll be back to evangelizing you from the rooftops. Just give me a new keyboard. Come on. <laughs> see what happens. We'll see what happens at dub dub. I'm excited about, uh, not just for any potential hardware announcement, mostly about software and stuff. I've talked about that a bit uh, on the rumors in the past, so you can check out those old episodes. On the website, dailycrompodcast.com. If you want to hear about rumors about uh, from WWDC, they're in there. If you want to get in touch with me, you can find social media contacts there. There's a button to send me an email, old, old school. 
So let me know what you think. Uh, are you a Mac user, PC user? You uh, love your Mac, hate your Mac? You're going to switch sides? You're going to build a Hackintosh? You know, feel like sharing? Hit me up. Love to hear your opinion. So it's definitely a regular topic of conversation now in my developer community. And I don't have any answer about what to do, but I still have hope because Apple has come from behind from worse situations in the past. So I think they probably will here too. But I can understand if people don't have that kind of patience. Anyway, that's going to be it for tonight. Uh, again, find, you can find more uh, about this podcast, about previous episodes, everything at dailycrownpodcast.com. And that's going to be it. I will talk to you next time. Later.